1: Brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. This is Tony Wexler, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about positive issues to bring positive content into the world. When your computer freezes up or isn't working right, that's when you hit the reset button, and usually that gets things working again. But what about in your life? Are you feeling stuck or feeling you're not sure where you're going or how you're going to get there? Maybe you're just not as enthusiastic about your life in general. It could be time for you to hit that reset button. On today's episode, we're going to discuss resetting yourself for a better life. And to help me with this topic, I want to welcome my amazing friend, Roxanne. Roxanne, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you, Tony, for having me. It is such an honor to be here. I can't wait to have such a beautiful conversation with you, and I'm really excited to jump in.
1: Well, I'm really excited to have you here and to discuss this topic because I really think there's a lot of people out there that are just waiting to hit that reset button in their life. So tell us a little bit more about you and why this topic is resonating with you.
0: Oh yes. So I am a conscious luminary. And ever since I was a little girl, I just had this profound knowingness that I was being called to serve. And I didn't really understand what this would all entail, but I knew that I had this fire burning inside of me and that I was going to be impacting other people's lives, including my own life. And as I have went through life, I encountered so many beautiful trials and tribulations that really have allowed me to extract the wisdom, extract that expertise and the experience so that I can evolve and grow and alchemize into this beautiful being of what I'm doing now. For me, resetting is such an integral piece of our healing journey of our soul and self mastery journey. Because until we do this hard reset, it's really challenging to be in the moment of being a human being opposed to being a human doing. So when we are going through this evolution of our own growth, it's to understand that it's not just our mindset that needs to shift. There is a larger component to this. There are the energetics that are tied to this that really need to come through and be, we need to be able to remove these disruptions, remove these imprints from our energy field and you know, obviously focus on our emotional body of resetting our emotional body and coming into this beautiful presence of honoring our physical body and resetting our central nervous system. So for me, that reset is such a vital component of life because we're just so used to being in think about a vehicle we're always stuck in drive we're never actually in park being comfortable in park we're always looking to get to a destination the really part of being a human being is being in the moment being in the now and allowing ourselves to have that self-reflection and that introspective assessment within ourselves Does this feel in alignment with me where I am in my life? What doesn't feel in harmony with my life in this moment?
1: What a great metaphor you just used about being stuck in drive, because really we have such busy lives and and we're just going and going and going. And we don't take that time to shift down and to, as you said, go into park and recognize that larger component, learning more about being in the moment, because when we live in the moment, when we live in the now, I believe as Eckhart Tolle uh, writes about in his wonderful book about the now, that is when we can remove those disruptions in our life and really focus on who we are as a person and who we are with the people around us. Because when we're better for ourselves and when we get that self-mastery down, we become better people for those that we come across in our life and those who are in our lives right now.
0: Absolutely. And the piece of this is is that we already are right. We already are this amazing person with all these incredible gifts and abilities and magic within us, which I really like to refer as our own internal medicines and how we help heal humanity or heal the earth plane of like what we are doing with our life. And When we realize that we are already this presence, but there's just so much that has been compacted onto us, that is challenging for us to come to the beauty of who we are. It's challenging for us to come into our knowingness because we are stuck in a position where we always have to be thinking about the future. And when we're not thinking about the future and the future being, you know, a minute from now, two minutes from now to years from now and then a lot of us where we see a lot of that anxiety and that depression is that they're living in the past and when we're living in this past life in this historic life we are allowing that to mold into shape into becoming our future so when we're actually in that moment of being present with self and knowing that we are enough just the way that we are the point of this self and soul mastery journey is to remove What doesn't belong to you? Because again, there has been so much that has been compacted onto us that it's hard to defer why we think the way that we do, why we feel the way that we do, why we show up in life for ourselves and for others, the way that we do, it all comes from this aspect of our belief system of our core belief system. And it's about being able to just know that we are enough, that we are everything in a sense of divination, of beauty, of love and of light. There's nothing that we need outside of ourselves. And we're continuously told that we need to seek external sources in order to fulfill us and external validation in order to feel validated in this lifetime.
1: I think that's so true. We are kind of bombarded with that. That's what we see in the media. That's what we see All around us, that external validation, we see that on social media, right? People are posting things on social media. They always want to post their very best self, those best pictures, show them in the best light. When really, when I get to know someone, I want to know the whole person. And it's so important that we understand that, you know, we were created. I believe everyone is created to serve. Everyone is created to make a difference, whether it be in their own lives, in other people's lives in the people they come in contact with and if we're not reset in our own life if we're not living in that moment we're going to have a hard time recognizing when others need things from us when those relationships that we have we're not going to feel those deep connections with those people around us I I don't know about you but when I go to like a social setting or even just to a restaurant or someplace where I'm sitting and having a conversation with someone there's some people that you can just feel okay You know, I I don't really feel anything there, but then you feel those people where you just have that connection with. And I believe when you feel that, I think that's when you can be called to make an impact in that person's life. And unless you recognize that, unless you are in that now moment, I think that it's going to make it more difficult. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, absolutely. And I really want to speak to this and expand on this, Tony, because What I really believe is that we all have a sacred purpose. We all came here with a design in mind of a soul contract that we wish to fulfill, something that we have only that is customized and unique to us. And as much as we are all interconnected as one in this beautiful grid of like love and divination, we also do have our own unique medicine. And with these unique connections, exactly to what you said, is that you feel the resonance when someone is gravitated towards you and you feel gravitated towards someone else. There is a reason this is part of your soul pod. There's, there's a soul contract. There's an element here that needs to be discovered to be able to understand what your purpose is in, in that person's life. And sometimes it's just for a small movement of their journey. And sometimes it's for a longer duration of their journey. So When we are being called to someone, it's being able to be in the energetics of it to understand that we are feeling curious to seek what this relationship can entail, what this relationship can develop into. How can I learn from you and how can I teach you also, right? Because we're all teachers and we're all students. So we're always learning from one another. And even as like a mentor, yeah, even as a mentor or a leader in the spiritual realms, we're still always learning. We'll never attain all of the wisdom of the omniverse of all the galaxies, right? It's just like, it's impossible for us to physically comprehend in our intellectual body what that is, but our soulful essence understands everything. So when we feel that energetic connection with someone is that we know that we're being gravitated and pulled towards that person. It's a feeling. It's the feeling of the energy. It's a knowingness. It's like when you find, the right mate to spend your lifetime with. You have a profound knowingness. You don't need excuses or reasons why you feel drawn to this person. You just know. And this comes to every element of our life. We have to be able to come into this knowingness. And we have so many incredible people in humanity because we're not meant to serve the world. And as much as we want to change the world, that's not how impact happens. Some soul tribes will connect with me in the resonance of the way that I speak and the words that I use and, you know, the artistry that I use, and some people will resonate with Tony and some people will resonate with Wem or else, right? So we're all intended to have our own impact on one another. And we're all here to be able to offer that to one another in this beautiful place that we call earth.
1: One of the ways that I like to travel on my earth journey is with a burning desire to see what happens next. I really believe that, well, not only will I create things, but just be able to be present and observe what's going on in the world. You know, you and I both have that burning desire to impact others. And I think that is a beautiful way to look at the world, but at the same time, sometimes we just have to stop and recognize that the things that are in front of us are the things that are called to be there and when we recognize that that is truly a way of resetting ourselves
0: absolutely and the biggest part of our journey in our soul and self mastery journey is having the awareness of where we need to be in that moment and sometimes it's just being sometimes it is doing sometimes it is action but it's being able to understand and come into this knowingness. And this is gonna be different for everyone, but this is where my gifts have guided me is that when we surrender to the laws of nature and we understand what reciprocity truly is, and we understand what our vibrational alignment really is, we understand that forceful action doesn't have the actual reward system that we anticipate it will, right? We're coming from a place where it's systemic and there is a systematic process that is occurring that we think that we need to have forceful action in order to continue to be on this path of self and soul mastery. But it's about an ebb and flow. It's about being able to release and to surrender to our journey and being able to release and surrender to our journey is coming to this knowingness, this knowingness that you're always in the right place at the right time and that everything that you desire and that you dream for your life is within the possibilities so long as we choose to surrender to it and to have this knowingness that the universe always provides, creator always provides. Everybody is here to our benefit, to be able to foster this beautiful evolution of our own individual growth as long and as so long as the collective as well. So when we understand that being is just as important as ebb and flow is just as important. And there's a beautiful equilibrium that has to happen. There's a beautiful harmonization that needs to occur for us to be able to flow between both of our beautiful energies of our creativity, of our flow, and then of our masculine, of our structure and of our doing. So that's what I feel.
1: I like how you brought up being able to release and surrender to our journey because most of us aren't willing to do that. We want to step in and we want to take control, especially people in the self-development community and people who are always trying to better themselves. They always think that it's about trying to make things happen. And while part of that is You're exactly right. We do need to release and surrender and realize, like you said, that we are always in the right place at the right time. We are always being drawn to other people in our lives at that right moment. And when we learn to recognize this, when we learn to recognize the beauty in those things around us, I think that is when we can really be present and enjoy the life that's in front of us and not be stuck in all that worry and that uncertainty and being not enthusiastic about our life. Because I think the greatest thing is when you wake up in the morning, you have gratitude and you have that curiosity that what is going to happen, what what is this day all about? That will help you to build a new enthusiasm about your life in general. And that's kind of a way of hitting that reset button.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that when we, you know, I think you touched on something really beautiful here, Tony is about that. We think that we have this sense of control, which is an illusion. We don't control anything outside of ourselves. The only thing that we do control is our own emotional regulation, our own actions, our own choices and our own thoughts. And when we come to this hard reset, when we're able to understand, it's like a reboot. System. It's like when your computer, exactly to what you said earlier, like when your computer isn't working the way that it's intended to, you know that it needs a hard reset. Well, it's the same thing that happens to our own operating systems of our bodies. You know, we are beautiful, multi dimensional beings, but we also are grounded here on earth and we do need to have those resets occur, especially when we're holding on to so much that really is not serving us. And that form of control that we think that we can control every element of our life that we can control our soul and self mastery journey is an illusion because wisdom and experiences and expertise is only attained by going through trials and tribulations by making choices throughout your life and understanding what do you like for your life? What don't you like for your life and understanding the choices that need to be made. And for me in life, there's no such thing as problems. It's all about choices. And I know this is a really challenging concept for a lot of people because we think that there's so much hardship in the world, but there's nothing that is good or bad or right or wrong. It just is in the quantum. And we're here to have these beautiful experiences and alchemize the learnings and the teachings to make different choices for our life. That is power is ours to choose if we want something different in our life. And when we're coming from this place of fear, scarcity, and lack, we're letting the ego, which is a beautiful mechanism within our intellectual body. However, it's been wired to work against us in a lot of, in a lot of ways. So when we're coming from psychological fear, fear that really isn't imminent or there, no imminent dangers are there, just thoughts, stresses, we're allowing the ego to take control instead of our spiritual knowingness take control, our heart-centered knowingness take control. And this is the importance of being able to go into the right side of the brain and going into our intuitive knowingness, our instinctual knowingness, and our creativeness of flow to know that if I perpetuate myself in fear, scarcity, and lack, according to the law of attraction, according to the law of vibration, That is at a lower density and frequency. So now I'm emanating at a lower frequency. Well, what do you think is that the lower frequencies, more fear, more scarcity and more lack, but I up my vibration and I elevate the vibration. And then what am I aligned to happiness, joy, fulfillment, inner peace. So when we think about, you know, a radio station, if I am sitting on an AM radio station, frequency and really the song and the station that I'm looking for is on the FM frequency, I'm never going to align to that radio station because I'm not on the same vibrational frequency as what the show is, what I'm looking to listen to, right? So when we have that conceptualization, when we have that understanding is that everything that we emit out in our emotions, our thoughts, our actions, the poor me stories, the victimizations. We, we then start hovering at very dense frequencies.
1: That is a great analogy too, because a lot of people say, I'm not attracting the right people in my life. I'm not attracting the right friends, the right clients, the right customers, the right work environment, even the right partner in life. And the reason we don't attract that person is because we're vibrating on a different frequency. If we're vibrating at like, say, a three and the people that we want to be around are vibrating at like a an eight or a nine, it's going to take us a while to get there. So we have to get in that same vibrational field and learning how to do that. I think that's a big element of raising our vibration and helping us with the whole law of attraction.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this is what we do is we release, right? When we have a heavy, think about if we have a Mack truck, you know, and it's filled with, boulder rocks. And as we start removing those boulder rocks from this Mac truck, what ends up happening, it's a lighter load. So then it can run a little bit more efficiently. So it's already at a higher vibration in what it's emitting in that sense, right? Because everything mm-hmm. is vibration, everything is frequency. So when we understand that, When I release a thought form or a belief system that doesn't serve me and the reason why we aren't aligning with the things that we desire and that we really, you know, dream for our life, like that beautiful, healthy, loving, enlightened partner that you just have an incredible love with. We don't have the soul clients that we're really seeking where we don't seem to be able to align ourselves to financial and, you know, just like that wealth energetics there is something that is happening in your energy field that you don't feel worthy enough to even have that, right? There's belief systems that are weighing down the vibrational frequency that are keeping it at that density. And when we understand that by releasing it by when we release it, it's like that reset, we're releasing it so that we can emanate and so that we can come up to a higher frequency. When we think about our soul and self mastery journey, it's to understand that it's not about the law of attraction. And I feel like, you know, we've seen it everywhere in literature, in the news, social media, like, Oh, law of attraction, law of attraction, but it's not really the law of attraction. What it is, it's the universal laws. It's the guiding principles of the laws of nature and these laws of nature, the biggest, for me, the biggest law that's in there is the law of vibration because the vibe we are everything. Vibration is Everything the phone, our computer, everything has and emits a vibrational frequency. Even though we don't see it in this grid, it still is occurring. Just like we don't see radio frequency, you know, like we know that it's there. We know that we have cell phone frequency coming through our cell phones to the cell phone towers. Everything is vibration and frequency. So when we understand.
1: Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm shaking my head vigorously while you're doing this. It's like, yes, uh, someone is finally saying it. So go on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: No, absolutely. And then when we come and we understand the laws of nature, which I believe are the laws that humanity should really follow, because it's not about religious structures. It's not about political structures. It's about self. It's about understanding that we are all interconnected and the laws of nature are only created and only fabricated for your success in life in every regard it's like the roadmap to success. And when we understand that, you know, like the law of gender, the law of duality, law of cause and effect, you know, like we have all of these law of reciprocity, we have all of these beautiful things that tell us how we can elevate our vibrational frequency and how we can truly attract everything that we desire for our life. Just thinking about something just thinking that you want to release something, or just thinking that, you know, you want to be a millionaire, or you want this, or you want that, and you're limiting yourself in what you desire, you're then what you're doing is you're creating that very resistance, because one, you're either doing forceful action in order to attain that. Secondly, you're putting out a frequency of something that you're desiring, yet your belief systems and in your ego and in your shadow, isn't agreeing with everything that you're saying. It's like how can I be a millionaire? How is this going to come to me? When is this going to come to me? Why is this going to come to me? It's not going into that knowingness. And that knowingness is how you truly manifest.
1: Wow. that's just, There's so much there we can just sit and unpack. I want to go through in a little bit and get into some more practical techniques and tools that we can use along the way. but. Something that came into my mind. I don't know if you're familiar with a monkey trap. The way they used to catch monkeys is they would take a coconut and they would put a bit. No, of, I'm not. Would, it
0: makes me sad, though. <laughs> uh,
1: it, it makes me very sad. I know I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm a vegan, so I, I don't eat uh, any meat. And and anytime I hear about that, but the way they they would catch the monkeys is they would put uh, a coconut and they would put the food inside the coconut a pebble or an acorn or something whatever the monkeys would be wanting to eat and then the monkey would stick its hand inside to get the object grab it and as he grabbed it he would make a fist and when he made a fist he could not pull his hand out of the coconut because the hole was only big enough to put his hand in but not his fist if that makes sense so what happens is and it's just like us we're trying to grab onto something and hold on to something something that we really can't attain and when we try to have so much control in our life it's until we relinquish that control you know if the monkey just let go of that item he could pull his hand out no problem and walk away but instead he was stuck there with his hand in the coconut so we need to get our hands out of the coconut realize that by giving up that control and releasing that that is how we can hit that reset button and move on to that better life that is right there in front of us
0: absolutely and i love what you've said and it makes me so sad about the monkeys but i totally understand the analogy and i think that we have to realize that we are stemming from a panic culture and an instant gratification culture, right? So, and it's not to anyone's demise. It's not to anyone's fault. It's just the way that the system has been built. And when we understand that, you know, even the monkey, like that panic, that's also like the ego putting in like, hey, danger, danger, like get your hand out because you may not be able to survive if you don't have like your hand, right? So it's like this panic culture that comes over us and really in that survival method. And the thing is, is that we're so calibrated to be in survival mode that we're not actually in living mode, right? Mm. We're always looking for the next thing. How do I, right? How do I attain something else for my life? How do I bring in more financial revenue? How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I find good love, but we're not actually doing the actual thing that we need to be doing. So I think that is something that is just overlooked a lot of the time.
1: Well, speaking of overlook, I overlooked what I think was your mic drop moment of the podcast. And that was the statement that you said earlier, which was simply this, there's no such thing as problems. We only have choices. And I think that is just so cool because it really says it all. We have The ability to make those choices. And when problems happen in our lives, if we realize that no, it's not a problem, it's a choice, life changes.
0: Everything changes, right? The whole dynamic of our being changes. Our perception, our perspective, our mindset, our emotionality, our physical being, everything shifts. And when we understand that what is happening at our energetic level, what is happening at our emotional level, our intellectual level, our spiritual level, when we understand that what is happening in that energy field is actually the very cause of the symptoms that we see in these other bodies of our intellect, of our emotions, and of our physical being. So when we understand that vibration, to me, is everything, frequency is everything. And it's not to say that we're always going to be hovering at a very high vibration. That's, that's physically impossible, but it's about being able to hover over the chaos. And this is a choice that is made. And when we make these choices for our life, when we take control and take power over our sovereignty, over our choices of what we desire for our life, We understand that everything is a choice. We've all went through trials and tribulations. We've all lost loved ones. We've all went through potential, you know, unhealthy, some type of relationship dynamic. We all have wounds. We all have things that we can alchemize and that we can harmonize within us. It's about being able to step back and to realize that I have a choice on how I'm going to react with this. I have a choice on how I'm going to move forward. I have a choice if I decide to prevail through everything and to continue to offer everything that I have within me. Everything is a choice.
1: That is beautiful. It goes back to what Tony Robbins, who's one of my mentors, has taught me. And that is to ask the question, what if life is happening for us and not to us? And once you realize that, it opens up a whole new door of possibilities. And those possibilities and those things that show up right in front of us when we allow our energy to just be willing to call those things for us. We vibrate on the correct level where we want to be. And we find that suddenly those people who come into our lives and those things that come into our lives are on that same vibrational plane. And that is how we can, I would say, climb that plane to get to the point where we want to be in our life and that success that we are only dreaming of will all of a sudden appear and it'll be right there in front of us.
0: You got it, Tony. You know, and I think that this is just such a beautiful, powerful statement because exactly to, I'm not, I don't listen to Tony Robbins, but exactly to that, you know, life doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. Everything provides us with an opportunity. It's how we view it. It's how we look at it. What am I learning from this? What am I choosing to lean into? What am I choosing not to lean into and being grateful for that? And that's a really challenging thing because we want to hold on to anger. We want to hold on to resentment because there's so much compression of and suppression of our emotional body that we just want to be very reactive. But when we look at it for what it just is, that something is not actually being done to me, it just is what it is. And when we understand that we have so many blessings and so many things to be fortunate for in our lifetime, and we overlook these things on a daily basis, our family dynamic, the love that we have within our household, anything, our connection to our friends, family, whatever that may be, we overlook it. We take it for granted. And when we look at it from the aspect of, wow, I am so thankful. And never once did I question why this happened to me. So, why am I then going to question when something not so loving happens to me, but I know that there is a lesson to be learned in what has been gifted to me? And when we surrender to that, it's like we go through that transitional period that much quicker. It's like you're not trying to swim up a current anymore, you're actually just going with the flow of the river. And that is, you know, nature teaches us everything. It's about being able to go in our state of flow when we need to, to surrender when we need to.
1: Well, I want to take the conversation to some practical things right now. You know, at the beginning of the program, I talked about how there are people out there that really are feeling stuck right now. They're in that rut They're They feel like they're running on that hamster wheel of life and they don't know how to get off or they're not as enthusiastic as they used to be. And one of the things, you know, that we talked about is living in the moment, living in the now and learning to appreciate those things around us. One of the practical tips that I will always give is to be in gratitude because when you are grateful, then you cannot feel fear and anger. When you're spending time in gratitude, gratitude for the things in our life that just make us who we are and make us feel so amazing, those things, when we feel those feelings and those emotions, we have control over those. We can't be angry. We can't be fearful. We can't be nervous. So, one of the ways that I believe in resetting yourself is to spend every day, start every day with three things that you're grateful for and really get into those moments and feel that energy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's just so beautiful, Tony. And for me, when I wake up every morning, it's like, wow, I'm so thankful that something incredible and amazing is happening to me now, you know, and being in that now and whatever comes my way, Even if I have a little bit of a hiccup in a day, which I don't view it like that, but when I have something occur in the day, it's just like, it is what it is. What do I need to, you know, explore a little bit more into to understand what is being gifted to me in this moment. But I think also an important thing is, is that when we suppress so many of our emotions and I know that. As humanity, that we all feel like a lot of us, like men and women, feel like they're not able to release their emotions. They're not able to release their tears. They're not able to release their joy, their excitement, their joie de vivre. They're not able to exude their childlike essence, the innocence that really resides within them. When we have these urges happen to us and we feel so disconnected from our emotions and our soul essence, because this is what's happening, there's a disconnection happening. When we're coming into a day and we are feeling either thankful or grateful and something happens in our day, It's about being able to go in. Why is this activating me? Why is this triggering me? Does this make me feel unworthy? Does this make me feel like I'm not good enough? Does this make it always comes down to a a belief system of a wound, right? It's always at the core issue. It's always the root of the issue. We don't just react because something doesn't trigger or activate deep within us. There's something that there is resonance there. So we need to understand again, that awareness. What is that? Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel resistive to this? And when usually when you feel resistive to something it's because you need to explore a little bit deeper into it. When we are going through a daily basis and we're practicing gratitude yet, we're not practicing our emotions and being these incredible human beings that we were designed to be is that we have to understand that it's okay. If you need to cry let it out. You need to feel your emotions. You're a human being. If you need to feel happy, allow yourself, give yourself permission to be happy because a lot of people are scared to be happy because they have this fear that stems from wounds that that happiness will be stricken away from them. So when we come from a place where we're like, I just get to be. I just get to be in my emotions, whatever emotion that may be in that moment and flow through it, right? Allow it to go through and not try and press it down and press it down like nothing's wrong because we can't get to a place of gratefulness and gratitude until we can become grateful and thankful for everything that we already currently are.
1: One of the things that I've learned to recognize is that we are all the soul, the soul, right? We are not our body. We are not our emotions, we're not our thoughts, we're our soul, and the soul has control. And again, there's that word, and I don't want to use it in a negative way, but the soul is what really controls all the other things. For example, we control our bodies. If I were to say, raise your right hand, well, I can raise my right hand, make a fist, I can make a fist. I control the body. Now, when it comes to an emotion, if I think of a time where I was really, really happy and I really felt just wonderful and excited, I can go into that state. I can feel those feelings. And just like you said before, when we are having those emotions, we learn to recognize them and learn to feel them and learn to not try to squelch them or try to you know, put them out. Because sometimes if we try to put out a fire by putting our hands over that fire, we're going to get burned, and when we try to put our hands over our emotions and hold back those emotions, that's when we're going to get hurt, so learning to process those emotions and feel them, and the last thing is the thoughts. As a soul, we are not our thoughts. Our thoughts will come, and we can say to ourselves, okay, I want to think about X, right? I want to think about a blue sky, a beautiful blue sky. I want to think about a peaceful stream of water. I can think about those things, and I can control where I put my energy. So if we realize that we are the soul, we're not the body, we're not the emotion, we're not the thoughts, that's really when we can really feel that essence of who we are as a person and as just a being.
0: Absolutely. And our soulful essence is the most powerful thing within us. It's energy. And as we know, through science and through organized religion, that energy never dies. Therefore, that signifies that our energy has lived for countless years. And, you know, when we understand that our energy is the most powerful entity within us, this is when we have to understand that it is here to have an incredible experience. It is here to be in alignment with our multidimensionality. It is here to be connected to our physical being, just like, you know, the fire is connected to the wick of the candle We're here to have this experience. And when we talk about our emotions and we talk about suppression, and I always hate using the word suppression because there really is no such thing as really suppressing the emotions when we really think about it, because the suppression that happens, it just creates it into something else. And that something else is sometimes anger, guilt, shame, resentment. So what it does, it literally just transmutes itself into something different. It shifts itself into something different. And when we understand that our spiritual essence is everything, our soulful essence is everything. And exactly to what you said, Tony, our thoughts, our emotions are not here to control the ship, right? Our soul essence is here to control the ship. But we've just been programmed to believe that if we allow that to happen, that it's not okay, that it's not healthy to connect with our own spirit, with our own divination with our own soul essence. A lot of us have been taught that it's woo woo, that it's not acceptable because that is the biggest disposition within us. And if all of us are living at our soul essence, if we're living at the energetic essence, there's no such thing as systems anymore because we realize that we are actually nature. We are Mm. part of nature. We are nature.
1: Wow. That is really deep. Now you and I could probably go on for at least another hour and probably talking about this topic but I know we're getting to our time so I wanted to ask a couple things first off if there was one specific exercise Roxanne that you would recommend to someone listening who's just feeling that need to completely reset they just want to make that change they 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 know they're not going where they want to go they want to hit that GPS and have it recalculate the route <laughs>
0: I love the GPS analogy. I use that all the time because it's just, it's so true, right? It's so true. Yes. And and we wouldn't travel the world without a navigation system or a map. So it's really important. Um, You know, I think that the most important piece here is about our breath. Our breath is connected to absolutely every component of who we are. And it is the most powerful thing within us that we don't understand. A lot of us don't understand how powerful it truly is. Our breath actually heals us just like our body its natural mechanism is to heal itself. Once it has like a gaping wound, our breath heals so many aspects within our internal like side of us. It really connects with our soul essence. It connects with everything. That's why every meditative process, that's why anything that has to do with energy healing, it's all about the breath. It's all connected back to the breath. So when we come from a place where we're having this thought And we're having these things that are weighing on us. And we feel like we just can't hit the mountaintop. It's to be able to understand that everything that is in you, you can breathe it out. And it sounds really complicated, but it really isn't. It's very easy. When we go into our breath, we release the thought forms. We release the energy forms. So our thoughts carry energy, just like our emotions carry energy. And when something isn't serve us, we're able to go into the state of our breathing, which I always teach my clients is like you go right from the root. And then eventually, it's like a cat hiss, you just like, and you're just releasing out that thought form so that you can reset your intellectual body right away. Because it's the intellect, right? It's, it's the mind that allows the trickery to happen, the rabbit holes to happen and triggers the emotions to happen within a human body. So when we understand that, as soon as we can breathe out that thought form, it's a very powerful practice.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I use that all the time, especially when I'm having tension. I love how you brought up the cat hiss. Yesterday, I had to take two of my cats to the vet. So I'm very familiar with the cat hiss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just being able to like powerfully take it out like a you know, like, yes, breathing it out, and you don't. you don't want to do it in front of others, you may feel silly, but do it in the shower, do it on your commute to work, do it whenever you feel like you just have that space. And that thought is coming over you. And you know that it's not a good place to, to start diving into and just go right into your breath, your breath is there, to help you to heal you to be able to serve you, right? Every part of us is here to serve us. It's just working against us in this now moment when we go into that into that mind connection of going down that rabbit hole. Yeah.
1: Breathing is not just inhaling and exhaling oxygen. There there is a much more deeper component to that. And it's great that you brought that up. I'm just uh, that's perfect.
0: Well, Well, yeah, it stabilizes our pH levels. And then it what it does is that it literally resets your central nervous system. So when we understand that the breath is so powerful it's an incredible thing. And obviously there's a lot of healing work that can happen. A lot of energy work would obviously help with that reset, but it's not something that I would encourage someone to do on their own. It definitely would see like a practitioner or someone that really specializes in being able to move those fields and removing the entities or the misplaced energy happening in the energy field.
1: Fabulous. Well, that's a perfect transition, Roxanne, because I was going to say if people wanted to reach out to you and learn more about what you do, I know you have an illumination retreat coming up and that sounds really exciting. So tell us more about you, how we'd reach out and um, we'll go from there.
0: Yes, absolutely. Anyone can connect with me on social media platforms under Roxanne Chaput and hit me up on my website at Roxanne We are creating a beautiful, the illumination retreat, which is going to be a very powerful transformational process. And the global leaders that are going to be attending this retreat are just masterful in everything that they do. So it's going to be a riveting experience.
1: What are the dates for that?
0: November 4th to November 11th, 2023 in Lamarcki, Italy.
1: So we've got plenty of time for that. So I would definitely look up Roxanne if you're interested and it sounds like a beautiful place. So not only do you get to learn, you also get to regenerate and, uh, you get to rejuvenate in a wonderful space.
0: And it's so funny, Tony, you just said regenerate. And that's like the main heading on the, on the websites. So you were just, connecting with me there.
1: <laughs> I must've, it must've must been something that, yeah, because that I, I was like, I never make that mistake with that word. So the word regenerate just came to my mind. So I love that. So before we close today, I always ask my guests this one question and it's simply this question. What does being purposely positive mean to you?
0: Purposely positive to me is being able to be positive within myself and within my family dynamic, and the way that I show up for the world and paying it forward. I believe that we're all here exactly to what you said, Tony, is here to serve. And that serving may be different for everyone, you know, even serving the animal kingdom, serving nature, whatever that may be, we are here to make a positive impact in the world. We are not meant to be here to be divisive and to have hatred with one another. We're here to love one another and support one another. And when we can pay it forward in every part of our life and every, every single day of our life, that's when we realize that we're actually here and we're actually serving our highest fulfillment because it feels absolutely incredible to be able to just be that light for somebody else in their darkest moment. And you never know when someone's experiencing a dark moment. So even giving a warm smile at the grocery store, even giving someone a beautiful compliment, everything goes a long way. And we have to understand that there are power and there is power in our words and the way that we carry ourselves and the way that we share with one another.
1: I loved the thought of just being there and shining our light to the world because just like you said, you never know when smiling at someone at the right moment in that grocery store or when you pass them on the street will make a big difference in their lives. There's a story and forgive me. I don't know or remember the details of the story, but someone was actually going somewhere. They were going to kill themselves. And as they were walking down the street, someone smiled and said hello to them. And, in that moment, they realized that if this person who just walked by recognized them as a human being, then they couldn't do that to themselves. So they completely changed that person's path and that person's life just by a simple action of smiling. And I just am amazed at uh, at how if we pay attention to those prompts in our life, pay attention to those things, those feelings when we want to do something go ahead and do it because you never know what impact you're going to make.
0: Exactly. And we are never alone. We're here as community to be community.
1: Absolutely. Here as community to be community. And what a great way to uh, close out the program. Roxanne, this has been great. I would love to have you back sometime because I know there is a wealth of topics that you and I could probably talk about.
0: I would be honored. And thank you so much, Tony, for sharing your space with me and co-creating this beautiful conversation. It really means a lot to me.
1: And you've been listening to Strive to Thrive, the purposely positive podcast brought to you by tonywcoaching.com where your greatest success is right in front of you and you may be out there wondering what can I do to reset my life how can I make those changes you may have a wake up call moment and if you do you can download a free resource an ebook called strive to thrive and it will start you in the direction of a purposely positive life